Welcome to Season 2, Season 2, Episode 1, Fun with Mindfulness. On today's episode, I'm going to discuss some fun exercises to demonstrate mindfulness. For the question of today, I answer the question, how does someone explain Taoism to kids and teenagers? Coming up on your favorite podcast show, Cup of Tao, starting right now. You're listening to Cup of Tao with your host, Chris L. McClish. Chris is a man with many roles, many journeys, and one spirit. Hi, how are you doing today? I want to show you some fun exercises with mindfulness. But first, I want to give you a hypothetical example that demonstrates mindfulness in action. Let's say I just went to the doctor and found out that uh, the doctor is concerned about my heart. My cholesterol is through the roof, and I have really high blood sugars. And the doctor tells me, she says, Chris, I want you to avoid fast food for a while. I want you to take medicine and exercise, but I also want you to avoid fast food. Now, usually doctors tell people to eat foods like that in moderation, but for our example, let's just say she said, totally avoid fast food. And the next day at work, I have a coworker approach me and he says, Hey, Chris, I'm going to McDonald's. Would you like anything? And I think about it and I think, okay, well, I better not. But you know what? Maybe they still have that yogurt stuff, that stuff in that fridge. Or even yet, uh, do they still have salads there? Maybe I could get like a healthy salad or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I say, okay, I'll go. I'll go with you. So we go into McDonald's. I smell the fries. And there, almost in the neon lights, just like Vegas, is this McRib sandwich value meal. Mm. And I'm thinking to myself, would one of those McRib sandwiches kill me? My mind's given me this message. I've been in here a lot of times. I've never died yet. And what's the likelihood that one sandwich would hurt anything? I could always start this healthy stuff tomorrow, right? Now, what's the chances that I'm going to leave there without a burger, or in this case, a McRib, in a bag, or in my belly? What do you think my chances are? Now, I could try to convince myself, I could try to sell myself a line that the burger is going to kill me, or it's horrible, and I don't really want it. Now, I want you to remember something, and it's really important. Just because something is true doesn't make it healthy. It's true that I could probably get away with eating that McRib. And maybe there would be no harm to me whatsoever, not just based on that one sandwich. But then if I do that, aren't I falling into a pattern of behavior? Aren't I training myself to ignore my doctor? What's the likelihood I'll be back and have more of those sandwiches and that I'll keep eating fast food and breaking my pattern? So could I find an equally true but more healthy thought? Is it true that I just seen the doctor and I need to commit myself to a new way of eating in order to stay healthy? Yes. What if I seen the McRib as being the McArtery Clogger Deluxe? Would that be helpful? Maybe it would work. Maybe I could acknowledge the thought. Yeah, I hear you, brain. I do want that sandwich. I want it really bad. 
but that's just a thought. I don't have to get it. I don't have to act on that. I'm going to have to find something healthier to eat today because this is part of my new commitment. And then the next day at work, when my buddy wants to go eat fast food and says, I'm going back to McDonald's, do you want anything? I politely decline. Politely. I don't say, get away, burger boy. I know what you're about. You're not going to suck me in this time. No, I politely decline. <laughs> so I can tell my brain no. I can say, okay, you know, you're right. I do want that sandwich. It probably won't kill me, but not today. I'm not going to give in today. And just think, we're not even talking about something addictive here. We're talking about just a sandwich. Well, I guess the carb people would say that the bun's addictive and the sugars and all that. And the fats, but I'm talking about, we're not talking about something that people commonly associate with being inherently addictive, like a powerful drug. So you can see how physical properties along with our mind can talk us into doing almost anything if we're not prepared. So let's do a fun mindfulness exercise. I used to do this one in group and it was kind of fun. I learned this from a guy named Michael Yapko. Okay, here's how I want you to do. And this is not hypnosis, by the way. This is just a fun little mindfulness exercise. I want you to think of a time when your mind said something unkind to you. Maybe it's a generalized statement that your mind commonly says to you. So picture your mind saying something unkind. So like, Chris, you really screwed up. How could you say that? That's so stupid. Whose voice is it in? Think about it. Think of the last time you said something unkind to yourself. Whose voice was it in? Was it in your own voice? Where was the voice coming from? Was it coming from your head? Above you? Between your ears? Right side or left side? Think about it. Okay, here's the fun part. I want you to change the voice. Say the same thing, maybe in a raspy voice. Chris, you screwed up. How could you be so stupid? Maybe even in a high-pitched voice. Chris, you screwed up. Maybe even Elmer Fudd. Oh, you really screwed up that one, you wascally wabbit. How could you be so stupid? Do it. Change the voice. Now, I want you to change the location of the voice. If it came out of your head, make it come out of your armpit. Make it come out of your foot. Make it come out of some other place. Notice how the voice loses power. Now, this is not a get rid of depression technique. This is an example of mindfulness. We can see how our thoughts are just thoughts and how we give them power or how we can just objectively step away from them and how we can diminish the power that our thoughts have over us. Oftentimes when I taught this, people would say, so I'm supposed to do this when I'm depressed. I'm supposed to change the voice. I've never seen anybody use it as an actual depression technique. 
But it's a good example. It's a good fun little exercise to show you that our voices can lose power if we realize that there are voices, that there are thoughts. I've even heard it said that the more you tell yourself something, the stronger it becomes. And yet um, people, practitioners of acceptance and commitment therapy, often have had people use that Talking Tom app or an app that repeats something so many times that it loses power. Or in acceptance and commitment therapy, sometimes they'll have a person say milk repeatedly. And at first a person might picture a glass of milk or a bottle of milk. But eventually it just becomes a big blur of words. Milk, 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 milk. In the therapeutic setting, when people would say, I can't function with the thought that I'm a bad parent or with this or that thought, sometimes I'd have people write it down on a piece of paper and put it right out in front of their face and still function. So it kind of objectifies the thought. See, I can walk around the room, I can do things, even though I see this thought right in front of my face. Or I'd have them write it on a piece of paper and carry it in their pocket and realize whether the thought was in their pocket or it was in their head, they can still treat it as just a thought. I'm not trying to make this sound easier than what it is, but I'm demonstrating some ways you can use mindfulness. Time for the question of today. Our question of the day comes from two places. One was at my local Taoist meetup group, and the other was from Micah in Honolulu. And the question is, how do you explain Taoism to kids or preteens, maybe even teenagers? I would say a good place is to start out explaining some of the concepts and then progress from there based on maturity level, interest, and willingness of the child or the preteen or adolescent. Make it modern too. So most kids understand that the earth is important to our survival. So you, by talking about nature, conservation, animal rights, and discussing movies like the Lion King and Star Wars, and anything that can help the child or teen understand about things like balances in life, energy in all things, and most importantly, things like compassion, moderation, and humility, which are the three pillars of Taoism. Most kids are smarter than we think they are. It almost seems that children are born with Taoism and lose it with exposure to other influences. Leatsu valued the uncarved block, the uncarved block of wood, or the uncut log, the simplicity of our essence. Now, I could go on with that reference, but it sounds like it would be good material for another episode. Anyway, start out by pointing out Taoist concepts, and then progress from there. But remember, if you try too hard to force your beliefs onto a child or adult, sometimes it has the opposite effect to his or her embracing it. You might also do a little bit of explaining about mindfulness. Maybe do the exercise that I did at the beginning of this podcast episode. So that's how I recommend explaining Taoism. But if you really want to teach Taoism to a child, 
become an embodiment of that, an example of compassion, humility, and try to exhibit moderation. And you may fail from time to time. We're not perfect. But there's always time to change yourself and to get back on track when you feel yourself slipping. Thanks for that question. It was a great question, Micah. Before I end the show, I have a few quick messages for you. Be sure and purchase my book, Accepting Life on Life's Terms, Taoist Psychology for Today's Uncertain Times. Look for the book wherever you buy books. Available in written and digital format. Don't forget to subscribe to my show in your podcast player app or to the RSS feed. You can find my email address, contact information, a disclaimer, and more information in the show notes, so please check those out. Hey, that's all for today's show. I'll see you next week. Have a good week. May peace and love be with you. Thank you for listening. Bye. is a Code CMC production.